Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Let's get this money. All right, take two. (laughs) Hey, boo, hey. Okay, so I am racing the kids. The kids are currently taking a nap. So I'm trying to go live because I, you know, I'm going to do the thing. Anyway, today I wanted to talk about um, creating a sustainable business, sustainability in your business. It's a thing that a lot of people are talking about right now. Like a lot of people are talking about building a sustainable business. And I feel like a lot of people don't quite understand what's going on or what people mean. And so I'm going to talk about all the things and then just like a few things that you should think about or a few things that you can implement to start practicing more sustainable practices inside of your business. So first I wanted to find what people mean when they say, you know, have a sustainable business or I want a sustainable business because all of us should actually indeed want to have a sustainable business. And so what this looks like is, well, I'm gonna give you a technical definition first and then I'm gonna break it down. So the technical definition of sustainability in business is basically the ability of an organization to thrive over time in a way that protects and replenishes the resources. So that's like really technical, right? But basically all that is saying is doing business your way, doing business in a way that does not drain you, that does not drain your team, does not drain your money, right? If you're Because obviously you're investing in your team, it doesn't drain your resources, things like that. So building a business that you can actually keep up with and building a business that doesn't revolve around necessarily having to do what people say all the things when people are you know creating tons of content and stuff like that for some people that's not sustainable but for other people it is sustainable right for some people they can create multiple pieces of content a day and that is fine but then there's going to be other people who they can't create multiple pieces of content like it doesn't feel good for them it doesn't feel aligned it drains them it makes them tired all those things and so for them it's not sustainable for them to create multiple pieces of content so when we're talking about sustainability we're talking about basically building a business that doesn't suck the life out of you right because if you want it to do something that sucks the life out of you you could just go get a job um which there's nothing wrong with that by the way but when you're talking about your business we're talking about longevity we're talking about creating a business that you can do today tomorrow and then 10 years from now a lot of people burn out in business because they aren't practicing sustainable practices and we're going to talk about a few of them in a couple of minutes but i want to say that a lot of times people burn out in their business or people want to quit their business because they haven't thought about the long-term effects of what it is they're doing today on their business. They haven't thought about the fact that, you know, okay, trying to create, you know, five posts a day, three posts a day, that's cool and all right now, but in the long term, is that something that you're gonna wanna sustain? Also, something else that people don't think about is just because you start 
doing something today like just because maybe today your strategy is to post multiple times a day that does not mean that a year from now you can't change your strategy and i see a lot of people kind of get stuck in this oh but i always post four times a day or or you know once a day or i always post monday wednesday friday i always do this i always do that you have to adapt with your business because sometimes life happens right life changes things change maybe you get team members and all that kind of stuff you want to be mindful of that as you are building and growing your business so that's kind of what people mean when they're talking about sustainable uh sustainability in their business building a sustainable business um not to be confused with green marketing which that's a whole other conversation but today i want to talk about creating longevity as a business owner and what that can look like for you. And so I want to share three things that you can implement in your business to start practicing um, or just incorporate things that will give you that longevity that you're looking for, that will help you build a more sustainable business model. And let's just jump into it because I hear kids stirring, so <laughs> we might have to break this up into two parts, but it's okay. Um, but the first thing is to have a customer first approach. So a lot of us um, service providers, coaches, you know, we think about our ideal client, right? But when it comes to our marketing, you don't realize that a lot of your marketing is about you. A lot of your marketing is centered around results maybe that you got for yourself or maybe like um, this transformation that you can help people get. And the problem with that is that it's too you focused and not enough focused on the person that's actually going to be making a purchase. And so then people can't always identify with the messaging. So a lot of times when I'm helping people shift their messaging, it's because you're using a lot of me and I centered me messaging and not enough what's in it for someone else. Right. And, you know, people always talk about like, oh, you know, sell the benefits and, you know, sell the feature. Not Sorry, sell the benefits, not the features, blah, blah, blah. But I want to take it a step further and really recognize where is your ideal client in the customer journey? What kind of questions do they have? What kind of fears do they have? What kind of problems or mindset blocks are they having? What are those things and how can you speak to that? And not in a way that's like, oh, preying on, you know, their, their fears and weaknesses. No, but in a way of really thinking like, okay, if this is the struggle that they're having right now, how can I add value to them in this moment to encourage them, to teach them, um, to show them what's possible, right? So changing your approach and your marketing from, you know, the end result of, you know, you signing the client or you getting that, you know, new customer to, okay, what, where are they right now and how can I meet their needs? And that's the first thing with creating a sustainable business model because you'll start to realize you don't got to create a bunch of content to do that. You don't have to do all the things in order to meet someone exactly where they are. And actually what you probably need to do is just start having conversations. And this is something that a lot of people are afraid to do. Maybe you feel like you don't have time to do, but you don't need a ton of clients. You don't need a ton of followers in order to have a successful business. And if you just take the time to take a step back and have individual conversations, your business will grow so much faster than you can create content, right? Of course, you can create content, podcasts, blogs, social media content, you can do all those things, but you could also just have conversations with people, right? You can, you can answer your DMs, respond to comments, you know, seek out people that are asking questions in Facebook groups and things like that. You can connect with your ideal client without having to do 
all the things. And something that I see a lot of people kind of get twisted is like, you know, once you have a full roster, like once you have all the spots booked for your, you know, services, or once you've finished your launch, you stop marketing. And it's like, no, that is the time to focus on the customer, to shift your marketing from, okay, I'm in this launch mode to, hey, how can I actually add value and be part of the conversation or spark new conversations, say different things, educate my audience? How can you do those things in the in-between times so that when you are ready to take on new clients or whatever, you're not speaking to a audience that has kind of forgot that you've existed? Uh, but I see this happen to a lot of people where you will like be really consistent and launch really hard while you're launching. And then when the launch is over, you go ghost and then now you need new clients and you just kind of feel overwhelmed and stuck. This is why a customer first approach is so important because you'll understand your customer journey. I'm a, I'm a huge stickler now on everyone needs to map out their customer journey because even when you're not in a launch, you could still be creating content and having conversations that moves people along the customer journey. Even if that means they have to wait on a wait list, that's fine, right? They can wait on a wait list, but you should still be actively you know, um, increasing your brand awareness, actively moving people into that get to know you nurturing stage, move people through, you know, thinking about working with you and your offers so that you can eventually sell to them. So that's the first thing, the customer first approach. The second thing is marketing based off of your vision, like the vision of your company, your mission and your core values. This is something that I see a lot of people like miss out on, but this is gold. Like this is literally gold when it comes to building a sustainable business. There are going to be trends, there are going to be fluctuations and changes in everybody's industry, in marketing in general, right? There's going to be a lot of changes and fluctuations, but what won't change is your vision for your company. What won't change are your core values. That is what you should be speaking to. So whenever you are, you know, for lack of a better word, stuck when it comes to like, what kind of content do I create? What do I post? What do I whatever? Think about your, yes, very good. <laughs> Think about your, um, your vision and your core values and how can you tell the story of your brand through that so for example sharing things like why you started this business or what the, the future of your business looks like right so for me becoming CEO I want it to be a brand that is literally like the first thing you think is like oh becoming CEO for all things marketing sales and community right that's what I want the big picture of this company to be and so whenever i am you know not stuck on on content but whenever i'm just like thinking okay what can i do to kind of share the mission and the vision and the values of the company i talk about that you guys always see me talk about in my content the importance of integrity i'm really big on integrity that's a core value of mine and so because of that a lot of my messaging a lot of my um stories a lot of my content i i bring it back to that core value of integrity so my brand i want to associate that with integrity when it comes to sustainability in your business you want people to tie certain words certain feelings certain emotions certain global ideas and causes to your brand that's how you'll stand the game longer right because while other people are popping up and going viral in five minutes People know that you have been in here for the long haul. You've been consistently showing up and you've been consistently speaking on a core message, a core value that's deeper than just, oh, I can help you make money. Oh, I can save you time. Oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do that, right? Like you're speaking to a much bigger message. 
And so that's the importance of having that vision, mission, and core value style of marketing. Another thing that I want to say with that is think about um, think about your messaging. Something that I see people do a lot is let's say honesty is one of your core values. Instead of being that person that snatches people's edges, which hey, there's nothing wrong with that. That's your style. That's your style. I want you to really think about your ideal client. Does your ideal client receive feedback, support, help in that kind of way, right? Like, does it encourage them for you to snatch their edges? Or should you shift your language so that you can still be honest, you can still give them tough love, but you're doing it in a better way, like in a more aligned way. And so one thing I like to say is, while I am very honest, I am not an edge snatcher. Like, I am not trying to snatch your edges. When people say like, oh, you snatch my edges, I'm like, no. And it's not your edges. I'm just trying to nourish you, right? I, I want to be, what is it? Like chicken soup for the soil, for the soul. Like I don't want to be the edge snatcher, the, ooh, give my edges, take my wig. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, so um, that's something else that you want to think about when it comes to your vision, your mission, and your core values, how you're marketing it. Just really being clear on that messaging. Okay, I got a question. Let me see. To how do you create engagement with that type of content? Okay, so that type of content and this this kind of goes with the customer journey that type of content specifically is going to be for the nurture phase so um because it's for the nurture phase it's going to be for the people that are currently in your audience currently getting to know you and and people that are deeply connecting with you so when it comes to your brand like your your uh, brand vision your your story and stuff like that when you're talking about that that's that's stuff for like stories right so in your stories you can share like um, I, I just recently shared, I think it was like maybe yesterday, the day before yesterday, about um, asking, you know, like asking for what you want and just being like really bold. And um, with those kind of things, I'll use like poll stickers, right? Get people to interact with that. Like, you know, are you afraid of, you know, pitching yourself or whatever? And they can vote in the polls. Um, in your, like, if you're putting it on feed content, and I'm just using Instagram for the example, but like on your feed content, your call to action for that could be literally a question. Like, what um i've asked this several times actually what are your brand core values i always ask that question because i'm just interested like everybody's core values are different right different things are going to um sorry different values are going to be important to different people and businesses so i'll ask that question so when you're talking about creating engagement you just want to like kind of be mindful of the fact that this is not the type of content that is supposed to go viral right although it can right depending on how big your vision is depending on what kind of post you're creating like when i talk about things that deal with motherhood and postpartum those are really engaging pieces of content because a lot of people can relate to that so you just have to kind of be mindful of the piece of content that you're posting that'll help you uh figure out like what the best types of content or what the best uh call to actions to use for that kind of engagement and then you said a better question would be do you create a call to action with the vision store? But yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. So like I said, you can ask a question that's directly relevant to whatever you posted. And that could be the call to action. Okay, I like that. Asking what their core. Yes, mm -hmm, exactly, exactly. Or like asking them what their goals are. Like that's a, that's a question you can ask. What's your goals? Things like that. So we're doing good. Both the kids are still asleep. Woo woo. Okay, so um, so that was the vision, mission, and core value marketing. Okay, the last thing that I want to share in terms of just like three things to implement today are aligned and transparent offers. And 
what I mean by this is having offers that really and truly support your ideal client wherever they are in the customer journey. I am one of those people that I believe that no matter where someone is in the customer journey, you can sell to them. Whether they just found out about your brand, you can you can um, sell something to them to someone that has been following you for a couple of years, right? You can sell something to them. And then also everybody comes into your realm of influence at different levels, right? So some people might come to you a complete newbie while other people may come to you with a little bit more experience. And so because of that, it's important that we are creating offers that are aligned with where they are but also that we're transparent in our selling of the offers we're transparent in the pricing of our offers and all that stuff so i i'm the person and this is a hill that i will scream on till the ends of the earth but i believe that pricing should be front and center i don't think that pricing should be hidden there's no reason to hide your prices because the truth of the matter is is that if someone is interested and they have the money and they see the value they're gonna buy it so there's no need to hide the pricing. You don't have to like hide it behind a hop on a call with me and then we'll talk about the offer, you're good fit. Nah, like <laughs> we don't need to do all that. Make it simple for people to work with you. Make it simple for, pe simple for people to invest in you. So that's one thing. Something that I did want to mention though is like, have you ever sold an offer and you struggle with maybe talking about it or you struggle with like maybe someone's talking to you and you're like this is the only offer I have so I have to pitch it if that's the case I want to not blow your mind a little bit but I want to just challenge you to maybe just make up new offers and I know this is like not the most popular advice but I am good for making up a new offer if I know my existing offers do not support the person that I'm talking to so you can do one of two things. You can make up an entirely new offer, something custom just for them or refer them. And that is so important when you're building a sustainable business because you don't have time to be burnt out or exhausted or tired of working with people because they're in the wrong offer. Um, I had this happen like when I first started my business where I had like onboarded a bunch of social media clients and they just were not aligned at all. But I was in a stage of I need the money, right? Like I need the money. I need the clients. So I'm going to work with them. And it was it was pretty terrible. <laughs> it was pretty terrible to be honest. Like I was so overwhelmed. I was so like just this is not this is not giving it at all um and i really struggled during that time period and i think a lot of people that deal with burnout and you know you're ready to quit your business a lot of times it happens because your offers are not aligned for whatever reason right maybe you're selling it to people that don't actually need it maybe you're you know forcing people into an offer because that's all you have or you're trying to fill spots or whatever but in order to build a sustainable business you have to have here goes my core value, integrity, right? You have to have integrity and transparency in your selling. You have to have the integrity to say, you know what, this offer is not a good fit for you. So no, you know, you have to turn people away and it can be hard, but I would much rather you turn some away, someone away today and still be in business five years from now than for people to, you know, join your offers and not get the value they expected or not get the support they needed. And now they're talking bad on your name. Because when that happens, like it just becomes a whole downward spiral from there. Like we all have known and heard of people who, you know, when you mention their program, people are like, oh, no, don't join that. Or, you know, service providers who get uh, you know referred and they're like oh no don't don't work with her like she's not good at what she does or whatever and you don't want that energy attached to your name this happened to me at the beginning of this year i've been struggling to create more offers because i want to know exactly what they want okay so here's a good exercise for you if you are not sure what your ideal client wants right now you need to do market research 
you need to you need to be having conversations you need to like even if you have to say i'll give you know the next five people a starbucks gift card you gotta have conversations with people to figure out what it is exactly right now that they need and people will tell you like people will tell you or you have to sit down and you have to say okay uh, like I, I do this in my stories a lot where I'll like say oh you know if I created an offer like this would you be interested and then if they say like yes or no I DM everybody I'm like if you say no I want to know why you said no you know and what you need instead but you probably need to go through a season right now of intense market research to really understand and figure out what it is that your ideal client needs and what I will also say about market research is that this is something that you will always be doing right like it will never be a time that you just no longer do market research because it's always relevant to whatever stage you're in in business um i literally do market research probably like every other day like i do it a lot because i want to know my ideal client really well like i want to be able to speak to all their 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 questions their anything that's dealing with marketing sales building a business like that's my go-to thing and so when you're thinking about your offers, something else that you can also think about, and this is, I wrote this too, is figure out how you can make offers build on each other and feed into each other. So maybe you create something that's like, let's just say a free challenge. You have this free challenge. And then from the free challenge, what is the next step, right? What is that one next step that they may need? So maybe they do a free challenge and it's like a three-day challenge, but the next step to that is like some templates, right? Well, if the challenge was free, the templates is the perfect next step because it's probably going to be a low ticket offer. It's probably going to be like under 40 bucks and it's going to be like, they'll buy it because it's, it's not like it's a huge investment and they just finished a challenge with you. So just think about like, how can I create offers that build on each other? So for me, I have my plan to profit workshop and this workshop it's under $40 and basically it helps you map out um, like how, like it maps out your cost of doing business. It maps out how much your offer should be. Um, it maps out uh, how much money you need to make for the year, uh, how many sales you need to make. And it tells you how to price your offers. All that is under 40 bucks. But then from there, they join. They can join one of my programs, right? Because after you have that business foundation, now you're gonna be looking for, okay, well, how do I build out my offers? Or how do I market you know, this offer that I created? How do I actually sell with confidence this offer? So you kind of move into the next thing. So when you're thinking about your offers, you wanna do that market research, and then you want to create offers that can build off each other. And depending on what level people are at, they'll invest you know accordingly so you actually helped me finish this out thanks boo <laughs> thanks so much that was like so perfect um so yeah those were the three things right okay yeah so those were the three things that i want to talk about with building a more sustainable business what people mean by building a sustainable business and i'm going to be talking a lot more about this um especially because like i just i've noticed a lot of people have had questions and they've asked me um like what do i mean when i say things like sustainable business or what do i mean by marketing beyond the launch and stuff like that and so I really just wanted to really sit down and kind of explain that and I'll probably keep explaining it because obviously new people will be coming in and trying to learn about it as well so I hope you guys understood that I hope that those three principles like gave you a good starting point for um, you know just some things that you can start implementing now like it's things that you can literally you sit down and do today and um, I hope that was able to help you and encourage you and until next time oh wait I know it makes the lives easier when they are interactive but I also need the help girl yes I got you well listen you come all the time and get all the tea I, I, I'm with it. <laughs> so yeah, thanks guys so much for hanging out with me and until next time, I will see y'all later. Okay. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.